Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the No Huddle Podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to leave a like and subscribe to the channel if you guys enjoy this kind of content, and especially college football. So, Nathan, what's on the slate for today's episode? First, we'll be going through the current transfer portal rankings, and then after that, we'll talk about the winners and losers of the early transfer portal window. So we're going to be counting down from 16-1 to 1 in the transfer portal team rankings. First up, we have the Maryland Terrapins. Head coach Mike Loxley. They got nine transfers as of today, February 4th. Corey Bullock is the first guy on the list. Interior offensive lineman with an 88 grade in the portal. They got Caden Prather from West Virginia. He was a four-star coming out of high school. And he's also a four-star in the portal with a 92 grade. So he's one of the better receivers in this transfer portal class. They got Gottlieb Ayedzi. I probably pronounced that wrong. He's an offensive tackle. And he's from Frostburg State, which is a really small JUCO, I believe, or just a really small college. So he was a big-time get on the offensive line. He's a 90 grade at offensive tackle. This is a very big get because the offensive line class for this this time around in the portal is very small. Offensive tackles were very, very hard to come by, and Maryland got two of them. They also got Marcus Doomerville from LSU. Coming out of high school, this is a really highly ranked recruit with a 95 grade. He did drop a little bit to a three-star in the portal. That was mainly just due to playing time. But nonetheless, 6'5", 305, big-time player going to the Big Ten. They also got Jordan Phillips, a defensive lineman. He was a three-star coming out of high school, and his grade went up to an 88 in the portal. Another SEC guy from Tennessee going to the Big Ten. And they also went out and got one of the most coveted safety prospects from, I believe it was the 2020 class, Avante Williams from Miami. He was a really high four-star, 97 grade coming out of high school. Things didn't work out at Miami. Didn't really play a lot. Got stuck down on the bottom of the depth chart. Unless it's a very talented kid that I expect to step in on day one and fight for the starting job. They also got Donnell Brown. He's a three-star. Looks like he's going to be playing defensive end at Maryland. He was an 80 grade coming out of high school, and he went up to an 87. That just shows the potential that this kid has. He got Tyrese Chambers from FIU. He was another highly coveted receiver in the portal with a 90 grade, four-star rating. And then they also got Jaquan Shepard, who was a big-time corner at Cincinnati. He's a 90 grade in the portal. So you pair him with Avante Williams in the secondary, Mike Loxley, understanding the team needs, trying to bolster the secondary. Nathan, what team you got on your list? Uh, I have the Wisconsin Badgers led by head coach Luke Pickle. And he started off by getting C.J. Williams, who was a high four-star product coming out of high school, 97 grade, and then out of high school in the 90 in the transfer portal. Next, he got a kicker from Ohio, Nathaniel Bacos. Never bad to get a kicker. Next, they got a wide receiver from Oklahoma State, Bryson Green, who is a 88 transfer portal ranker, ranked. Next, Luke Fickle got one of his own guys from Cincinnati, Will Pollen, who is an 86 overall transfer. He also got another wide receiver from Cincinnati, Quincy Barrows, who is an 86 rating. Next up, one of the three quarterbacks they got in the portal, Brayden Locke from Mississippi State, 88 rated. Transfer, and he was also a four-star recruit coming out of high school. 
Next, they have a edge from Michigan State, Jeff Piotrowski, who is an 87 overall grade transfer. Another guy from Cincinnati, Jake Renfro, who is an interior offensive lineman, who is an 88 grade transfer portal. Another guy from Cincinnati in the last one, Joe Hubbard, who is an offensive tackle, 88 grade and transfer portal. A D next D lineman from Temple, Darian Varner, who is an 89 overall grade transfer. Next from Boston College, they got Jason Mitre, who is a safety, 87 grade. And then the end off their uh, portal, they got two quarterbacks, one from SMU, Tanner Mordecai, was a really highly coveted transfer. He was 91 grade and was a stud on SMU. He also got a really highly talented quarterback out of high school, Nick Ears from Oklahoma, who kind of dropped as a transfer as an 89 grade, but that should be an interesting quarterback room at Wisconsin Tech. Yeah, Luke Fickle got a really good transfer portal class in year one. But Michigan, they come in at number 14 here with Jim Harbaugh. In the portal, they got seven transfers right now. And leading that group off, they have tight end A.J. Barner from Indiana. He comes in as a four-star in the portal. Following him, also from Indiana, they got quarterback Jack Tuttle. He's a three-star. I don't think he's going to have much of a role here. I think Michigan's going to hit the high school prospects pretty hard for a quarterback in 2024. And then you have J.J. McCarthy next season. So it'll be interesting to see what Jack Tuttle can do. They also got Drake Nugent from Stanford. They also stole Miles Hinton from Stanford. So they got two offensive linemen from Stanford, two pretty highly rated players that are probably going to look for playing time under Sharon Moore, one of the better offensive line coaches. I'm sure that was a big reason why they chose to go to Ann Arbor. Jim Harbaugh, he went out and got Josiah Stewart, one of the higher rated edge players in the portal from Coastal Carolina. He's probably going to be a day one instant instant impact player. They also went out and got probably the highest rated linebacker in the entire portal and Ernest Hosman from Nebraska. The moment he entered the portal, many power five, many top tier programs reached out and tried to get him on campus. And to round out this transfer portal class, he got Ladarius Henderson, another offensive lineman. He's from Arizona State. He has a 93 grade for the portal. He was a three-star coming out of high school, but the four-star grade so Michigan, they're bolstering the offensive line. Sharon Moore going to have some guys to work with. And then, Nathan, you got Ole Miss. What's that class looking like? Yeah, Lane Pippen started off by getting cornerback Mario Wallen from Georgia Tech. He had Monty Montgomery from Louisville. High uh, four-star transfer. Next, he has cornerback John Gaddy from North Texas. One of the two quarterbacks in the portal that he got was Spencer Sanders from Oklahoma State. Really highly rated transfer. Also got Walker Howard from LSU, who was a high four-star recruit coming out of high school at 98 grade and a 92 grade in the transfer portal. Got an interior offensive lineman from Washington, Victor Kernay. 6'4 and a three-star out of high school. He got a tight end from Memphis, Hayden Prescorn who was unranked out of high school. He had a five-star Chris Marshall from Texas A&M. Next, they got Trey Harris from LA Tech, high four-star transfer. John Sanders from Maryland, high four-star at a 91 rating wide receiver. 
Joshua Harris from NC State, who was a high four-star recruit from our high school D-lineman. Got a kicker from Texas A&M, Caden Davis. Got Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste, linebacker from UCF to round out the class for Lane Kiffin. Who do we have next, Zach? We have Oregon coming at number 12, Dan Landing. Went out and got 10 transfers in the portal. A lot of these guys are probably going to step in and play day one up in Eugene. Aishim Johnson leading off the list. Four-star safety transfer from Ole Miss. Big-time get here, position of need. They also got Evan Williams, who is another safety. He's from Fresno State. His older brother, Bennett Williams, played for Oregon for three seasons. He was following in the footsteps there. And then probably the biggest get in this class for Oregon was getting four-star edge Jordan Birch from South Carolina. Remember, he's a former five-star coming out of high school. He had a 99 grade when he committed to South Carolina. He has a 94 grade now in the portal. And his relationship with Dan Landing going through the recruiting process ended up coming full circle. And he's headed to Eugene. They got Connor Soley from Arizona State, a linebacker. He was a three-star coming out of high school. He's probably going to be more of a depth guy for the Ducks. They got Tez Johnson, Bo Nix's stepbrother. Receiver from Troy. He was, I think he was top three in PFF grades in all of FBS for receivers. He's 5'9", about 140 pounds. Just a big-time playmaker with the ball in his hands. And then they got Johnny Cornelius, who is probably the most coveted offensive tackle in the entire portal. Like I said, offensive tackle was really hard to get in the portal. There just wasn't very many of them. And there just wasn't many guys that were going to step in and be instant impact guys at high-level programs. And Dan Lanning beat out the likes of Ohio State and Tennessee to get Cornelius. He got Junior and Gilip. And Gilau, probably pronounced that wrong, but he's from Texas. He started for the Longhorns at guard. He's probably going to start at guard for Oregon as well. With a 90-grade four-star in the portal. He was a four-star coming out of high school as well. Then Dan Landing went and got a duo from Alabama. Kyrie Jackson in the corner. And then they got Treshawn Holden out at receiver. Both four-star prospects. I think Kyrie Jackson's going to have a better opportunity to play early. You're losing Christian Gonzalez, as many of you probably know. He's projected to go first round. So getting a guy like Kyrie Jackson from the SEC heading to the Pac-12. And then to round out this transfer portal class, they got Justin Jacobs from Iowa. who's He's kind of a bit of a project just because of injuries, but he has all the talent in the world. Physically, he's going to have to probably get just a little bit bigger, but he's got a 90 grade and a four-star rating to his name headed to Oregon. From the way of Iowa. And Nathan, you got Miami. What's that class looking like over there? Yeah, Mario Cristobal got eight transfers so far. Starting off with cornerback Terry Roberts from Iowa. Who's a three-star coming out of high school and a three-star transfer as well. Next, you got Cam McCormick from Oregon. Who has been in college for, it feels like, forever. But he's going to rejoin Mario Cristobal. They got D-lineman Branson Dean from Purdue. Who is a 91-rated transfer. They have an offensive tackle, Matt Lee from UCF, who is a high four-star transfer. You know Mario loves his offensive lineman. You got Francisco Maugoa from Washington State, who was a stud last year in the Pac-12. He's a 92-graded transfer. They had D-lineman Thomas Gore from Georgia State, the three-star transfer. Devontae Brown from UCF, cornerback, 91-rated. 
And then to round out, they got a stud from Alabama, Davion Cohen, who's an interior offensive lineman, four-star out of high school, and a four-star transfer as well, Mario Cristobal. What's next? At number 10, we have Arizona State, Kenny Dillingham. This is probably the biggest transfer portal class. I don't know how big Colorado is, but Dillingham went out and got 25 guys, so this list is pretty loaded. I don't know how many of these guys are actually going to get playing time, nonetheless flipping over the roster from a, a very bad situation. And the headliner of this transfer portal class is former five-star coming out of high school, Clayton Smith, from the way of Oklahoma. He's probably going to be playing edge rusher, outside linebacker. He's only a three-star in the portal, but I think this kid has all the potential in the world, especially going to Arizona State, where he's probably going to start day one just because he'll probably be, be the most athletically gifted player in that room. You got Shamari Simmons. He's a corner. You got a kicker from Cal, Dario Longhetto, Deshaun Mallory, a defensive lineman from Michigan State, who has an 89 grade. You got wide receiver Troy O'Meary from Texas, who is a former four-star coming out of high school. Davian Alford from USC, four-star safety, and he was coming out of high school with a, he's a three-star now in the portal with an 89 grade. Samuel Benjamin, a D lineman, he's a three-star. Graham Walden, another probably instant impact guy. He's a top 100 player in his recruiting class. He is a three-star. He didn't play much at Oregon, and that's probably why he is a three-star. Just didn't see him on the field. And nonetheless, very talented player. Probably going to get early playing time. You got Xavier Goulery, a wide receiver, three-star. He went up about 10 points worth, worth in his grade from high school to transfer. And then Drew Pine, this is their quarterback that they got in the portal from Notre Dame. Now, I, I think Drew Pine is going to be the starter. They got Jaden Rashada in their high school class. I think Drew Pine is going to be a pretty good placeholder. Develop Jaden Rashada for a year and Drew Pine come in and be the starter. Travian Brown from Washington State. He's a linebacker. He's a three-star. Sticking in the Pac-12, they got Ben Coleman from Cal. Prince Dorba from Texas. Another Texas guy headed to Arizona State. Another edge rusher. Then they got Melkin Stovall from Colorado State. It was an 87 grade. Looking down the list, they got another quarterback as well from BYU, a former four-star, Jacob Conover. He's a three-star in the portal, and I just don't think he's going to have much of a role in this team. I think Drew Pine's going to be the bridge to Jaden Rashada, like I said. And that's going to do it for the Arizona State class. Like I said, 25 guys for Kenny, Kenny Dillingham in year one just through the portal. Nathan, you got Oklahoma. What Brent Venables get? Well, he started off by getting three-star tight end from Texas A&M, Blake Smith. Next, he got a stud from Stanford, Walker Rouse, offensive tackle, who's a high four-star transfer. Andrew Anthony, wide receiver from Michigan, three-star transfer. Davon Sears, the lineman from Texas State, who's a high four-star transfer. Rondell Bothroyd from Wake Forest, high four-star transfer, D lineman. Next, he got an offensive guard from Maryland, Caleb Schaefer. I, he's a three-star coming out of high school. He got a punter from Central Michigan, Luke Elzinga. He got a D lineman from Oklahoma State, Trace Ford, high three-star transfer. Safety, Reggie Pearson, Texas Tech, three-star transfer. And a really highly coveted recruit coming out of high school, Dasan McCullough, who spent one year at Indiana, high four-star recruit and a high four-star transfer. They got 
Austin Stogner from South Carolina. I believe he started out at Oklahoma. Now he's coming back. He was a high four-star of high school. And they finished off their class. They got D-lineman Jacob Lacey from Notre Dame. So who's next? Next up, we got Indiana. They got 15 transfers in this class, starting out with Taven Jackson from Tennessee, the quarterback. Really high potential kid here. That's probably going to be the starter. Have a huge opportunity to play a lot. He's a four-star. Media eligibility, obviously. He's a four-star coming out of high school as well. And they also got Joshua Rudolph, a linebacker, three-star. Went on and got an offensive tackle, Max Longman. He's a three-star as well. And then they got Kobe Miner and Daryl Miner, a safety and a linebacker, both three-star prospects in the portal. Got a four-star D lineman from Texas A&M. So a Texas A&M defensive lineman from the SEC headed to Indiana. Marcus Burris, who is a four-star. He's a really high recruit coming out of high school as well. Got Philip Bleedy. He's another defensive lineman from Texas Tech. So Indiana, they're loading up on defense as they also got a linebacker pair of Linnell Carr and Jacob Mangum Arar, two three-star linebackers from Stanford and West Virginia. We got Nicholas Toomer from Stanford as well. We got two Stanford defensive players. And they went to Clemson. They get a very talented wide receiver, EJ Williams, who never reached his full potential at Clemson. I think the sky's the limit for him. He's going to be probably the best, most gifted receiver once he gets to Indiana, depending on how the quarterback position goes with uh, Taven Jackson. I think that could be a pretty good duo that they got in the transfer portal. Christian Turner from Wake Forest. Got the running back position solidified there as well. And another defensive lineman, Andre Carter from Western Michigan. He's a four-star. And Jameer Johnson rounds out the class. Former four-star coming out, coming out of high school. He's coming via Texas. And you got SMU, probably one of the bigger surprises in the portal. What they yeah, by big surprise, they got 17 transfers so far, which is crazy. They start off by getting Alex Padilla from Iowa to maybe replace Tanner Mordecai at quarterback. Roma. Romeo Brinson from Miami, four-star out of uh, high school. Next, they got interior offensive lineman Logan Parr from Texas. He was a four-star coming out of high school. Jalen Davis Robinson from LSU. He was a three-star coming out of high school. This guy was really good coming out of high school. P.J. Williams, high four-star recruit, offensive tackle. Got Robert Romney from Liberty. And also got Chris Magginson from Liberty, both DBs. They got LJ Johnson from Texas A&M, high four-star kind of high school. He could be a beast, asking you. They got Ahmed Walker from Liberty as well, who's a linebacker, three-star kind of high school. They got Kale Sanders from Fresno State, cornerback, three-star coming out of high school. They got six-seven offensive tackle Hiron White from Missouri, who's a three-star kind of high school. They got Keyshawn Smith from Miami, wide receiver, three-star out of high school. D lineman Jordan Miller, three star of high school from Miami. Another Miami guy right here, Elijah Roberts, four star coming out of high school, D lineman. Running back Jalen Knighton from Miami as well. He was a 95 graded coming out of high school. Big pickup there. Jonathan McGill from Stanford, who's at safety. He's a three star coming out of high school. And the roundup this class, they got Charles Woods from West Virginia, cornerback, who's a three star. Like who we got next? Um, I got UCLA, Chip Kelly, bringing in 13 transfers here, and they're ranked sixth 
as of right now. Defensive lineman Keanu Williams from Oregon. He's headed to California, play for Chip Kelly and the Bruins. Really highly rated player coming out of high school, four-star. You got an offensive tackle, Kadir Kunta from Old Dominion. Like I said, offensive tackle, if you can get him, you're lucky. This is a guy that's probably going to step in and have an opportunity to play early. Then they went to their home, their crosstown rival, I should say, USC, and they got Kyle Ford, who probably was going to fall down the depth chart a little bit, headed into 2023, so he wanted to find a new home. He's probably going to be wide receiver one or two once he arrives on campus for the Bruins. And they got J. Michael Sturdivant from Cal, a wide receiver, one of the most coveted wide receivers in the entire portal. I mean, at Cal, when you're a receiver, your production is not going to be that great, but you could still be pretty talented, and that's exactly what he is. He's a four-star with a 92 grade in the portal. You got Jordan Anderson from Bowling Green. He's a four-star safety at a 90 grade. So Mac headed out to the Big 12. I mean, the Pac-12, not, not the Big 12, Pac-12. Then you got Carson Steele from Ball State. This is one of the best running backs in college football last year that many people probably didn't know. He was up there with the leading rushers, yards, touchdowns, yards per carry. 91 grade with a four-star rating next to his name. This is a big-time player. They're losing Zach Charbonnet, and Carson Steele could step in and be their starter day one. You got Maliki Madoval, another Oregon transfer, who's a four-star tight end coming out of high school. Anthony Adkins from Arnt. Army, another running back. So they got a pretty good running back duo there. Come in and play pretty early on. You got quarterback Colin Schley. Many people think he's going to be battling Dante Moore for the starting quarterback job. That'll be interest, interesting to watch over spring camp. We got Spencer Holstage, interior offensive lineman from Purdue. And Jake Heimlicker. He's an edge rusher with a three-star grade. Pairing him with Olu Aladejo from Cal. The two two linebackers there to finish out the class for UCLA. And like I said, they're finished they're ranked sixth right now and we'll see where they're gonna finish. And you got Colorado Coach Prime. I know they got a lot of guys. Who are the some of the top some of the top guys they got? Yeah, you said they got a lot of guys. They got twenty four transfers so far. And one of the big headliners is the boy Kennedy from Alabama. He didn't see the field much. Really high recruit kind of high school at a ninety eight rating. He's gonna be an immediate impact on Colorado. Be a beast. They got Kendrick Breedlove from Ole Miss, three-star transfer, three-star high school product. They got Jordan Dominic from Arkansas, who's a three-star edge coming out of high school. Taylor Upshaw from Michigan, three-star edge coming out of high school. Tavassier Smoke from Kentucky, who's a beast in SEC running back. Miles Flusher, Arkansas, four-star transfer. No, four-star high school recruit, my bad. Safety from Arkansas. Joseph McGarville, I butchered that name, I apologize. Four star of high school interior offensive lineman from Florida. Kicker Jace Healy from Arizona State. Trivion Beasley from Jackson State. Three star out of high school cornerback. Leonard Payne, D lineman from Fresno State. Jeremiah Brown, linebacker from Jackson State. Another Jackson State. Alejandro Mata, kicker. Hunter Mark Bassett from Louisville. Arkansas State transfers. Sadao Prior, he's a tight end. He's a four-star transfer as well, so he's going to be making an immediate impact on Colorado. Jimmy Horn from USF. Didn't really see the field much. He's a really high transfer at four-star. 
Cameron Silman from Jackson State and Tyler Brown from Jackson State. One safety and other interior offensive lineman. And then Travis Hunter from Jackson State, who is easily going to be playing for any steps on campus as he's one of the highest rated corners coming out of high school. And Shadir Sanders, Deion Sun, cornerback, quarterback from Jackson State. Landon Bebe, interior offensive lineman from Missouri State. Shane Cokes, D lineman from Dartmouth. Davion Washington, 6'8", 340 from Kent State, offensive tackle. Bata Bentley from Clemson, who's a high four-star coming out of high school linebacker. And a round out, they got Taj, Olsen, Edge, West Virginia. Like, who is next on our list? I got Auburn. They're coming in at number four. Hugh Freeze coming in for Brian Harson. He had to flip the roster pretty fast. They got 12 transfers right now. A lot of guys that are probably going to be starters in 2023. You got Austin Keys from Ole Miss. He's a linebacker. They got Justin Rogers, starting defensive lineman from Kentucky. He's a four-star. Avery Jones, interior offensive lineman from East Carolina. With the 92 grade next to his name. You got Brian Beatty from USF. The big-time playmaker at running back, undersized but very explosive. Nick Marner from Cincinnati, wide receiver. From our Cincinnati, they had a max exodus of players, and Nick Marner was another one in that receiving room to leave. You got Demario Tolan from LSU, very talented linebacker. And when you're sitting behind Harold Perkins, how much are you really going to play? He went, wants to go find a new home, new opportunity to get some playing time. Probably going to find that at Auburn. You got defensive lineman Lawrence Johnson from Purdue. Another defensive lineman, Mosiah Naz. Nasili Kite from Maryland. He's a four-star with a 90 grade, so bolstering up on the defensive line here. And they got a pair of offensive tackles, Gunnar Britton and Dylan Wade from Western Kentucky and Tulsa. Both 91 grades, four-stars in the portal. Elijah McAllister from Vanderbilt, another outside linebacker. And then running out this transfer portal class, Rivaldo Fairweather from FIU, who is one of the most coveted tight ends. Might have been number one tight end in the transfer portal class. Many people didn't know who he was until they watched the tape. 6'5", 210, 215. Runs like a 4'5", four, 4'6". Four, very, very solid athlete. Nathan, you got USC at number three. How's Lincoln Riley's class looking over there? Yeah, he's got 12 transfers so far. Starting off with Ethan White from Florida, interior offensive lineman. Four-star transfer. You got Anthony Lucas, who was part of that the best class of all time at Texas A&M last year. 6'6", six, six, D lineman. Garrett Kingston, interior offensive lineman from Washington State. Jack Sullivan, defensive lineman from Purdue, who's a four-star transfer. Marshawn Lloyd, running back from South Carolina, who is a beast and is going to be wreaking havoc in the Pac-12. Yeah, Michael Tart, offensive tackle from Florida. Mason Cobb, linebacker from Oklahoma State, who's a high four-star transfer. Dorian Singer from Arizona, who is one of the best wide receivers in the portal. Lincoln Riley had to go out and get him. Yeah, another guy from Arizona, Christian Roland Wallace, who's a cornerback and a high four-star transfer. Another guy from Arizona, Kyan Bars, who's a 6'3 D lineman, 89-rated transfer. Hunter from Arizona State, Edward Zapalaki. I apologize if I said that wrong. In the round out their class, they got 
Jamil Muhammad from Georgia State, who is a linebacker and a three-star transfer. Zach, who is uh, number two on our list? Number two in the transfer portal rankings is Florida State. Now, Mike Norvell, when you only had nine transfers in your number two, you went out and got some absolute beasts of some players. Guys are going to come in and play day one. Instant impact guys to fill some holes on a roster that's probably going to be competing for the college football playoff. Right there with Clemson for best team in the ACC. Starting out, we got Gilbert Edmond. He's from South Carolina, four-star edge rusher. Pairing him on the defensive line with Braden Fisk from Western Michigan, who was, at the time when he entered, he was one of the most highly coveted defensive linemen in the portal. 6'5", 300-pound defensive tackle. 93 grade to his name. Sticking with the D-line, they got Daryl Jackson, who's a four-star in the portal as well. 6'6", 300-pounder from the Miami Hurricanes. They got Keandre Jones from Auburn on the offensive line. And they also got Casey Roddick from Colorado, who is an all-Pac-12 player. Colorado's probably their best offensive player last year, if we're being honest. Multi-year starter there. They got Jeremiah Byers from UTEP. Offensive tackle, like I said before, Cornelius and Byers, probably the top two offensive tackles in this class, in the portal. And Florida State went and got one. to fill probably a position in need for a lot of teams. So they hit a home run there. Then they got Fentrell Cypress, who when he entered, he was the number one player in the portal. He's from Virginia, one of the most talented cornerbacks in the country. Locked down on the outside. They got Jaheim Bell and Kyle Morlock, two very good tight ends. And Jaheim Bell, this is a kid that could probably see his draft stock rise heavily with a good 2023 season. At South Carolina, he was playing running back, tight end, slot receiver. He was even in the Wildcat a few times. So he's got everything going for him. And Florida State, they're going to have a lot of playmakers, so he's going to get a lot of opportunity there. And then coming at number one, Nathan, we got LSU. Yeah, Brian Kelly like, has uh, 11 transfers so far. Starting off with Omar Spades from Oregon State, who is one of the best linebackers in the Pac-12 last year, and he's a four-star transfer. Next up, Edge from Texas. OVO Alpha. I'll drive if I said that wrong. He's a three star transfer. Next, they got cornerback JK Johnson from Ohio State, who's a high four star coming out of high school, almost a five star. Didn't see the field much, so transferred over to LSU. Did he get a chance there? Deuce Chestnut, high four star transfer cornerback from Syracuse. This is one of the better players in the whole. Transfer portal class, Dai Alexander from Southeastern as he's a cornerback. This is a five, high four-star transfer. Next up, they got Jordan Jefferson, D. Lyman from West Virginia. High four-star transfer as well. They got former five-star cornerback Denver Harris from Texas A&M, also part of that best class of all time. They got D. Lyman, Jalen Lee, who's a high four-star coming out of high school from Florida. They got Paris Shand, who's a high, high four-star D-lineman transfer from Arizona. Brain Swinson from Oregon is an edge, and he didn't really see the field much at Oregon, so maybe he'd get a chance at LSU. And the roundout number one transfer class, they got Aaron Anderson from Alabama, who was almost a five-star coming out of high school and be a beast on LSU. All right, now we're going to talk about some winners and losers. In the transfer portal, we got four winners and four losers, and we're going to go back to just Florida State as our probably 1A winner. Mike Norville, like I said, when you're a contending team and you're looking to win your conference, turn things around, you got to hit the portal pretty hard and you got to recruit well. Well, 
Mike Norville, he wasn't recruiting at the highest of levels. Just two or three seasons ago, people were saying, "Oh, this is gonna, this is gonna be bad. Mike Norville's not gonna work out. Look at, look at this. No improvement." Well, he has to get his guys. He has to get players that he thinks can play in his system and that are gonna come in and change the culture. And just looking at this class and looking at their current roster right now, headed into spring, this team is loaded, and the the holes that they had last year are getting filled up. Ventros Cypress, I want to go back to him. This is a guy that every top program wanted that needed a corner. He chose Florida State. He chose Florida State for a reason, just like Jaheim Bell, very talented tight end from South Carolina. Same reason he chose Florida State. The culture, what they're building there, and what they can be in 2023. I mean, there's guys that played last year for Florida State that are really young players, and they're going to be there for a while. Think of Trey Benson, for example. He was probably third or fourth on the depth chart when the season started last year when they played at LSU. He finished the year as number one, top 10, top 15 running back in the country. He's on the Doak Walker Award watch list this, this year. So all of Mike Norville's guys that he went out and got in the portal last year and all these guys this year, they're going to fit in very well. And that's why we have Florida State as the winner. Nathan, who do you think won in this class? Uh, definitely LSU. as They have the number one class. They went out and got four cornerbacks. Starting off with J.K. Johnson from Ohio State, who's really highly rated coming out of high school. Denver Harris was a former five-star corner coming out of high school. That's going to be a lethal duo back there. They also got Zai Alexander, who is a cornerback from Southeastern, who is one of the best corners in the transfer portal, as long as with Deuce Chestnut from Syracuse, who is a high four-star as well. And looking at the rest of this class, they got a beast here from Alabama, Aaron Anderson. Yeah, LSU, they definitely hit a home run in the portal. And I want to go back to UCLA. I I think they took a lot of wins here in a lot of position positional value. You got Keanu Williams at D-lineman, but at receiver, they got Kyle Ford and Jermichael Sturdivant, two very high-impact guys. I think they're losing Jake Bobo. So for these two guys to just step in and give Dante Moore or Colin Schley, who they also got in the portal, Two very good targets on the outside. Also, not to mention the running back duo that they got. Carson Steele from Ball State and then Anthony Adkins from Army. Two guys that can step in and get a lot of playing time as well. It'll be interesting to see what these guys can do in year one and see how early some of these guys can play. And I think all the skill position guys are going to have a good opportunity to start. But nonetheless, Chip Kelly, definitely one of our winners in the portal. Nathan, who's another winner do you think? Uh, definitely Brent Venables and Oklahoma as they went out and got Dasan McCullough from Indiana, one of the best players in the portal and one of the better players coming out of high school. Also got Austin Stogner from South Carolina, who is one of the best tight ends in the portal and really hasn't seen the field much on South Carolina, so chose to go to Oklahoma, which probably better fit for him as he was there before. Also, I really like what they got with Jacob Lacey, who is a Big D lineman from Notre Dame and a highly coveted player coming out of high school. In the round out, I'd like to hit on Davion Sears from North Texas, maybe one of the most underrated guys in the portal. 6'2 D lineman who one of the most highly coveted transfers at a 90 rating. Really like what uh, Brian Venables did with this class. Like, who are some uh, losers got in this class? We'll have Arkansas as a loser for sure. They had a max exodus of players, a lot of guys that played. And now Arkansas fans are probably going to say this is 
for the better and getting guys out. Maybe they're not Sam Pittman's guys or fits for the team. But, I mean, they lost Jordan Dominic. He's had in the Colorado a very talented edge player. Trent Gordon, a corner. You got Anthony Brown. He's headed to Purdue. Like these guys are leaving and going where they're going to play early. Like, is Arkansas really that good where they weren't going to be able to play? Like Marcus Henderson, he's going from Arkansas to Memphis. And he's a four-star in the portal. Like, this is a talented offensive tackle. And he has three years left, left of eligibility. Like, is this a cultural problem? Like, why these players are leaving? I'm not really sure. Like, Jalen St. John, another offensive tackle, he's going to UNLV. Jalen Catalan was probably the biggest one, biggest loss here. High-impact player at safety. He's going from Arkansas to Texas. So, like I said, these guys are going places where maybe it's just not even a better place to go, better fit, but they're going there anyways. You have to wonder, like, is this a cultural problem or what's going on here? Trey Knox, another guy, tight end, very talented tight end. He's going to South Carolina. So South Carolina, they lost Jaheim Bell. They got Trey Knox from Arkansas. And seeing a tight end of this caliber player, nonetheless, stay in your conference and go to another team, that's just never a good look. And then they got Chase Lowry. He's leaving as well. Ketron Jackson. Miles Slusher, another talented safety. A lot, a lot of guys leaving this program. Malik Hornsby, a quarterback. Probably one of the best athletes. There's rumors he was going to be playing receiver if he stayed, so that probably pushed him away pretty fast. And then Eric Thomas, the last guy I want to hit on. Edge player, three years of eligibility, and he's leaving as well. A lot of edge, a lot of D linemen. Quarterback leaving, receivers. Overall, not a good transfer portal class. Window, to say, for Arkansas and Sam Pittman. And who you got as a loss? Uh, definitely Oklahoma State. They lost a ton of guys. Starting off with linebacker Nadrian Zarde. And also Mason Cobb, linebacker, going to USC. Eli Russ, offensive tackle, going to Troy, who still has three years of eligibility. Max Mullenberger, tight end. He's gone. We got Kenyon Williams going to Tulsa. He's a safety. Braylon Presley going to Tulsa. He was a high transfer. Had a 90 rating. He's an athlete. Got running back Dominic Richardson going to Baylor. Spencer Sanders, probably the biggest one leaving quarterback. He's been in Alcorn State for a long time. He's going to Ole Miss. Thomas Harper, safety, going to Notre Dame. Langston Anderson, wide receiver. He's still undecided. DeMarco Jones, cornerback. He's going to Tulsa. Dalt. Uh, that's who they got, my bad. Jabbar Muhammad, cornerback, going to Washington. Really high uh, transfer recruit as well. John Paul Richardson, wide receiver, going to TCU. Bryson Green, wide receiver, going to Wisconsin. Samuel Tuli Kamaka, going to San Diego State. He's a deal lineman. Colin Johnson, going to Houston. He's a wide receiver. And, uh, yeah, that's everybody that's left Oklahoma State so far. Who's our second-to-last loser? Yeah, Oklahoma State lost a ton of guys, but I have Cincinnati on here. Not only did they lose Luke Fickle, but they also lost a ton of players. A lot of guys were committed to Luke Fickle, went there because of him. And now they're headed out. J.Q. Hardaway, first guy that stands out to me. He's headed to the SEC. He's playing for Kentucky, and he was one of the most coveted corners in this transfer portal class. You got Luther Reach, as in probably watch that name too. 
But he was a talented quarterback, and he's leaving the program. Now, they did get Emory Jones from Arizona State, so it's not all bad. But it's just the amount of players that probably were going to play for Cincinnati. A lot of good players. Jaquan Shepard, another corner, who's a 90-grade four-star. He's headed to Maryland, as we talked about when we talked about what Mike Loxley was getting. But losing Shepard and then Hardaway at corner, two probably future NFL guys. You're leaving your program. Leroy Bowers and Nick Mardner. Remember, Mardner, he's the receiver going to Auburn, and Leroy Bowers, very talented, talented safety. He's headed out as well. Patrick Body Jr. and Mario Eugenio, two pretty highly rated guys. Mario, he's a four-star edge rusher who doesn't know where he's going quite yet, but I'm sure he's going to find a home. Will Pauling, he's a Cincinnati, former Cincinnati receiver following Luke Fickle to Wisconsin. You can definitely see the relationship was a factor there. They also lost wide receiver L. Christian Smith, who's headed to Western Kentucky. Now, even though they lost Luke Fickwell, I doubt this had anything to do with it. And when you're a receiver going to Western Kentucky, you're going to get the ball a lot. They throw it all over. That was probably a smarter move there. Another guy they lost was Joe Huber, an offensive tackle. He was following Luke Fickwell to Wisconsin as well. And Quincy Burroughs, also going to Wisconsin. A receiver, very talented guy with a lot of potential and then drew drew donley and i'm not really sure how much this guy was actually going to play he's headed to texas state nonetheless another guy that's out the door max exodus of players there along with your coaching staff never a good look on a program or i shouldn't say a good look just never good for a program when you lose a coaching staff and you have to turn over a roster in such a short time period nathan who's our last loser uh, definitely Billy Napier and the Florida Gators. Oh, yeah. Yep. They lost a ton of guys. Starting off with offensive tackle Joshua Braun. Wide receiver Trent Whittemore going to UCF. Other offensive lineman Griffin McDowell, who's still undecided. Naquan Wright, running back, going to USF. Avery Helm, cornerback, going to TCU. Dejon Reynolds, high four-star coming out of high school, wide receiver, still undecided. Lorenzo Lingard. Running back going to Akron. Chief Borders, linebacker going to Nebraska. David Reese, linebacker going to Cal. Donovan McMillan going to Pitt, who's safety. Joseph Bill joining Deion Sanders at Colorado. He's an offensive lineman. Jalen Lee going to Brian Kelly and LSU, the lineman. Mar Wilscottson, safety going to Temple. Nick L. Sinas going to South Carolina. He's a tight end. Lord Summerall going to USF Edge. Dewan Black going to Temple Linebacker. Cornerback Corey Collier going to Nebraska. D lineman Chris Thomas, who's still undecided. Michael Tarquin going to USF. He's an offensive. USC going to he's an offensive tackle. Jordan Young, cornerback, going to Cincinnati. Ethan White going to go join Lincoln Riley at USC. He's an offensive lineman. Safety, Trevez Johnson going to Missouri. And that's going to round up this uh, exodus of players leaving. So before we get out of here, I want to talk about one more thing. Yesterday, it was announced that Tommy Reese, former Notre Dame offensive coordinator, is headed to Alabama. So Nick Saban, he went on guys' offensive coordinator. Now, Tommy Reese... He started out at Northwestern as a grad assistant in 2015. 
He then went to the San Diego Chargers as an offensive assistant in 2016. And then he returned to his alma mater of Notre Dame in 2017. He was their quarterback coach until 2019. Following the 2019 season, he was then promoted to offensive coordinator while also maintaining his quarterback coach status. But now, after the 2022 season, headed into 2023, he's now headed to Alabama. In his time at Notre Dame, when he was the play caller, they averaged 34 points per game over that three-year span. So, Nathan, say you're an Alabama fan, all right? Say you're an Alabama fan right now. Are you excited about this hire? And I ask you this because it seems like Notre Dame fans are pretty happy that he's leaving. So, if you're a Bama fan, what do you think about that? I'm a little concerned. I feel like we could have maybe got some better. Notre Dame really hasn't had that explosive on offense the past years. But Tommy Reese also hasn't had the best quarterbacks either. So I'm sure he's gaining the better, best players. So Alabama is definitely going to have better at both of those positions. We'll just see how much uh, leeway Nick Saban gets, gives him. And on the flip side of that, though, he's going to have a lot more talent at the skill positions at Alabama than he ever did at Notre Dame. But the timing is weird because they got Sam Hartman, who's probably, or not probably, he would start on Alabama this year. And like he's better than the quarterbacks that Alabama has. So it's just pretty weird timing, leaving his alma mater, especially when he's probably going to have the best quarterback that he's ever coached in Sam Hartman and decide to leave there. But money talks, the brand of Alabama coaching coaching under Nick Saban, being able to recruit. I mean, he's going to be able to recruit some five-star quarterbacks. They got Julian Sane committed in 2024, so he's going to have some very talented players to coach. And nonetheless, they're bringing in the top recruiting class in the country in 2023. So that's going to do it for today's episode, guys. Let us know down in the comments your favorite team in the portal, your favorite players, who you think took the biggest win, who you think took the biggest loss in the portal. And then finally, what do you guys think about Tommy Reese going to Alabama and who do you think Alabama is going to hire as their defensive coordinator? Leave those thoughts down below in the comments. Leave a like on the video, and we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.